You are now witnessing greatness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Opinions Podcast. I'm your host, Olaria Polanco. This is episode 189. And for this episode, I have singer Minuet Janae on the podcast. Topics that we talk about include the evolution of R&B music, matching PJs, Adele being overrated, and many, many other topics. So, yeah, this is going to be a great episode. But before we get to it, how are you guys doing? That's right. I'm even copying the way that Mark Marion asks questions on his WTF podcast. How are you guys doing? Are you guys doing good? Are you doing okay? Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's been cool starting the pod back up again. Uh, I've been feeling inspired. I like the idea of what I'm doing. I like the way that I'm doing the podcast so far. Um, I'm getting rid of the bonuses. Uh, it's all going to be just numbered episodes. Cause the reason I was doing that is to kind of differentiate between the episodes that will put a lot of effort in and the episodes that will be more casual. But now I'm like, fuck it, it's all casual, technically. So they're all numbered episodes back again. Still weekly episodes. Um, this episode was going to be a bonus, but I'm like, you know what, fuck it. It's episode 189. Deal with it. Me, I'm talking to myself. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying doing these little audio intros and outros. And I've been recording a lot of episodes. I've actually been on time scheduling people to do episodes. Because that's usually the hardest thing that... For me, when I'm doing this podcast, like comes up, like scheduling people and not procrastinating and not being like, oh, shit, I need to have a guest on for this week. Just like three days before the episode comes out. How the fuck am I going to get how am I going to get a guest? Because even if I if I reach out to them, I know they're probably not going to be able to do it right away because people have busy lives. So I've been proud of that. And I'll let you guys know the episodes I have recorded and I'm about to record hopefully at the end of this podcast so after the interview is over stay tuned you'll hear more inside info about the pod but for now I guess I want to talk about the Kai Sinat thing that's right I'm going to do you know fucking pop culture you know current events I guess for this segment I mean you know what else could I do here um it's a little heavy to start this podcast off with that Cause this episode is kind of just the overall theme is love in R and B, right? That's kind of what we talk about the entire episode. So it's a little weird to start off with like, oh, Kai Sinai's friend is accused of the art word, the art word, um, of sexual assault, and uh, Kai Sinai is protecting him. And I remember when I first saw the headline, I was just like, hmm, because I saw it. The source that I saw it from was white people, aka Reddit. I was at the live stream fail, r slash live stream fail, and it was a big news that Kai Sinat, somebody, Kai Sinat's friend was accused of sexual assault of this young girl who had done everything the right way, aka like going to the police, getting a rape kit, all that. I kept avoiding the R word just to just say right then and there, but I'm going to say the R word kit. It's too many syllables. Anyways, I saw the news from there and I was just like, Okay, and then it was just white people being like, yes, finally, it's about time that this guy was taken down. 
His fans are homophobic and he's a menace to Twitch. And it's all coded. You know it all means I don't understand these black people coming in toward these white spaces. That's all that man. And so from then on, I was already like defensive. I was just like, okay, what the fuck actually happened? Are people just trying to, you know, come at this, you know, black guy who's bringing a lot of notoriety to Twitch, a place, like I said, is predominantly white. But then the more information I saw and friends of mine kind of commenting on it on Twitter and shit, I'm like, okay, he's wrong. Because what he's doing is trying to protect his friend when it's like 100% or at least 99.9% like true that he did what he's being accused of. And now Kai is just like purposely like not cooperating with the police, giving him fake names and just kind of standing by his guy friend, which off rip is like when I really stopped and thought about it, when I was so, when I saw actual black people commenting on this, I was just like, okay, yeah, it's, uh, he's, what he's doing is wrong. He should not be doing that. Um, so that's clear. He obviously, you can't defend your rapist friend. That's fucking nuts. You got to cooperate with the police, especially when it's this clear cut of a case. But then I started to think of like, always my mind goes to the, the other side of things, which is like, you know, the idea of having a best friend and wanting to protect them. I can understand. I'm not saying it's right. In this case is absolutely wrong, but I can understand like probably was going through Kai's head. It's just like, Oh, this is my best friend probably. And, um, instinctually you're just going to protect them. And it's like, fuck the cops, like no snitching, that kind of culture that is very prevalent between friends. You know, you know what I mean? Like that's just, especially guy friends. Um, but then that just shows that the toxic masculinity talk is all real. Cause Kai can even like be like, hold this friend accountable for some shit they did. That is pretty obvious. But I feel like the backlash is coming from a lot from the black community as well, right? It's not just white people, you know, attacking them. It's the black community. And I think that's going to make him open up his eyes, hopefully, and realize, okay, what I'm doing is wrong. Because if white people try to tell me anything, regardless of if they're white, they're right, regardless of they're, no, not regardless of if they're white, because that does matter in this situation. Regardless of if they're right or not, if they're white, I'm going to automatically be on the defensive and probably not give in to whatever the fuck they're saying because they're white. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been seeing recently that I kind of wanted to get my two cents on. Again, it's kind of strange that I'm talking about this before the interview. But Mark Marin does this all the time, you know, speaking of white folk. He does that. Like, he just starts, like, going off about Kanye or anti-Semitism or fascism or Trump before the interview with a guest that probably doesn't necessarily align with his views. But fuck it, it's separate. This is just me talking, and then we'll get to the interview in a second. I think it's about time. I think we can get straight into the interview now. But before we do that, check me out on the Listen to This While You Shit podcast. You can check that out on YouTube. Also, if you want to see more content from I, from Dom and I, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash potty mouth. You can check us out there. Three extra podcasts on top of the two that we put out for free. That's five podcasts per week. It's a lot of fucking content. It's a lot of content, but we're doing it. You know, you better jump in and now, you know, you better check it out and listen to that shit now because I believe it's going to be one of the biggest comedy podcasts in the world. Absolutely. What we have, there is something special. 
like I'm checking out the what like the Patreon episodes after I put them up on Patreon and the free episodes and the way that we kind of the chemistry that's building between Don Plug and I is, is something special in my opinion. So go check that out. I'm over there if you want to see more of me. If you want to see me crack jokes and talk about topics like this one, like the Kai Sinat thing. But if you would like to see more of my content, damn it, you can go to theemptynetwork.com. You can check out everything that I've been doing over there. Obviously, reactions, reaction videos for music and movie slash TV content on the empty frames and empty uh, notes, YouTube channels. It's all there. It's everything. The empty playlist, the blog, you know, recommendations like empty picks of the week. That is now like empty picks of whenever I update it. <laughs> uh, my personal social medias, the, the, the brand social media accounts. It's all there. You can check it out. TheEmptyNetwork.com. But all right. That's going to be it for this intro. How long have I been doing this intro for? About eight minutes. That's not bad. I didn't talk for that long, guys. So without further ado, let's jump straight into my episode, my conversation with Minuet Janae. Let's start with that. Let's make that the first question. What's the inspiration behind that cover art? <laughs> um, the, the song is like a little bit of a like love song. Mm. And for a partner. And the picture is like one of them is me and one of them is my partner. <laughs> Oh, okay. The one that says, um, what's it say again? I, I, one side is saying, I already told you this story. Yeah, that's him. And the other one is me. Ooh, there we go. That's <laughs> okay. Is that so? I'm assuming that's something that happens. Wait, is that supposed to be good or bad? It's good. Okay. It's like, I already heard the story, but I love hearing you talk. So tell me. Ah, again. okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, what typically is the subject matter? of the songs that you write about what have you found is like thematically the things that most of your songs are about my songs are either about breakups makeups or just love like <laughs> i have fallen into the pit of love songs it's really bad mm. i'm trying to get out of it <laughs> what no no you don't have to why because I, i'm i maybe i should lean into it but i yeah. just feel like i always sing about love and like i just want to sing about I don't know. Going for a walk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, man. Because you know what's crazy? I understand what you're saying with the idea of like it almost feeling too cliche Mm -hmm. to write about love. But there's something about it. Like it trips me out every time. Every time I really think about how like prevalent, how almost like... uh, abstract love is most definitely you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. it's so weird that like for since music has been made there's been love songs yeah and people have yet and people will never figure out like there's never gonna be like an encompassing like song about love or like a point where people are gonna be like okay we've had enough with love songs it'll never end that's because you'll always have love for something like love is an emotion that like anybody and everybody can have yeah and everybody can relate to it doesn't matter how old or young you are yeah yeah i've been thinking about that man like just because i i typically i'm the kind of person i like to figure out stuff Mm -hmm. and uh that's been that's been a rough one like trying to figure out love. <laughs> that's been a, it's been a difficult one. Uh, tr- 
being in love is doesn't make it any easier mm. it makes it harder to be honest to understand it so Ooh. it's are it's you in journey. love i i think i'm in love oh uh, that's yeah. sweet <laughs> oh that's so sweet i want to cry <laughs> i love love um okay you say it makes it harder to understand what you're most in definitely it. yeah because you right. have you now like before you're worrying about yourself and like you can understand yourself and like figure stuff out even though some things are unanswered yeah but then you have another person coming in and you have to understand how they love and how they receive love and that's it, rough you know. yeah that i've thought about that a lot like mm -hmm. how different like how almost impossible it is for like if you look at the odds and how different just people are in general trying mm -hmm. to make the way that i describe it i've talked to people about how like you're trying to make a relationship work with somebody else. It's almost like trying to make two universes coexist. Yeah. Because people just in general, like as a human, we're so complicated, mm -hmm. right? Just yourself. Yeah. And then you add like Another a whole person. other person that's yeah. its own universe and trying to like mesh that. It's almost like impossible for it to just kind of fit like a glove. You have to kind of, you know, work out the kinks most of the time. But yeah, yeah man, uh, yeah, I love love. So, what's your favorite? Do you have like a favorite love song or a love song that comes to mind? Oh, a favorite love song. I gotta, I gotta look at mm. my library to think. Let me, about. Let me do yeah, that. like because <laughs> I, I wanna, I wanna look at my Apple Music. Do you use Apple Music or Spotify? Yeah, I'm Apple Music. Apple Music replay sucks. It does. It's so bad. It's I, really it was bad. so bad. I didn't even try to post it. I didn't post mine. I yeah. was like, I'm jealous. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna get Spotify, but I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to get bullied. Right. Like, if I post my Apple Music, somebody would be like, "Shut the fuck up! Don't, <laughs> don't nobody want to hear about this shit." I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So I just kept it to myself. I'm trying to think of like. Also, pure love songs, mm -hmm. not that common nowadays. No. How do you feel about that? You you make R and B music. Have you been noticing this kind of recent like debate about what is R and B? Like true R and B isn't happening right now. Have you been hearing these like debates? I haven't heard the debates, but I can understand the debates because R and B has come a long way in. I feel like people are just mad because it's getting more modernized. Yes, right. Like music changes throughout yeah. the centuries and like you're not going to always have like a song with all the instruments and the big grand songs with everything in the background. Like it's being modernized. Yeah. We're moving. Into exactly. The future. People are exploring, you know, people are doing love songs on house music. now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree with you. But also they're, they're they're debating the subject matter of love songs. There's no such thing as like nowadays, like love songs are more so about most of the time it could be toxic mm -hmm. or it could be about like it's a love song by way of I loved you in past sense yeah. and you did this to me like. It, and I was thinking about like cause I'm looking to like my most played my replay 2022 to see if like what are the pure love songs that I've seen like even the weekend don't break my heart that's not a love song mm -mm. I'm trying to think of like love like pure love songs and I don't really see it <laughs> I'm I, trying to find it I feel like my top like love song isn't from a modern artist yes yeah yeah, yeah. i like, was about to say yeah go ahead go ahead. oh yeah anita baker she yeah. makes some really good music her song um sweet love mm. very good song her song i apologize it's not a love song but that's my favorite song by her okay all right what is it about sounds like she messed up she did <laughs> that's, <laughs> what? that's what she's talking about what did, what did she do <laughs> i don't she doesn't say in the song but okay. it's like she's calling the op phone operators yeah. like can you put him on the line like Ooh. i need him to pick up the phone <laughs> i need to apologize 
I love I love songs where women are like begging a man. Those are fun. I love yeah. those. Like like kind of like please forgive me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know usually it's usually the other way around. Yeah. It's like the man messed up somehow. It's yeah. like I'm sorry, baby. But like the opposite <laughs> is very funny. Yeah, I'm coming out with like my own. I apologize. Like I have a song Ooh. like that. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> is it? I'm assuming it's based on experience. It, it is. Yeah, it was something. He did. <laughs> uh is that that's not that that can't be easy is it easy to apologize no no <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy to apologize because you don't want to ever admit you're wrong right no i've uh, that, uh, yeah that's that's what i figured out so that's why i love those songs even more i gotta check that out i haven't heard that anita baker song i apologize so that's funny you mentioned like older artists because I'm looking at my like most played mm -hmm. and the one love song I can see is from Janet Jackson. That's the way love uh, goes. Oh, Janet Jackson is really good. Yeah, that's that's it. But again, yeah, this is this is an old it's an old song. Exactly. It's not even like a new one. I'm trying to see like oh god, I don't I don't see any any like modern like just pure because most because nowadays mm -hmm. I don't I, I think it's rare to see that kind of vulnerability in r&b music you Most know what i mean like yeah. people are not just in general like this generation is not very vulnerable no it's a lot of, it's like layers on top of layers about walls and walls like you can't really yeah so in that way i can see what they're saying with r&b music like yeah come on we need we need some people to like just unabashedly just like i love you so much yeah we need more songs like that i feel like maybe it's like that because of how much harder it is to like just tell somebody you love them in this day and age because you don't know like i don't know people don't want to be in relationships a lot of the time right and like right. they won't tell you that but they'll like lead you on and stuff like that and i feel like a lot of people are getting confused with love so it's hard to just make a straight up love song when you haven't experienced that love interesting interesting why do you think so yeah i i agree with you like people nowadays don't want to be in a, but why do you think that is i don't know i feel like a lot of people are career driven like a lot of people mm. are just trying to make money that's a good point i didn't even think about that yeah because i was going the other way of like the reason people don't want to be in relationships because that that requires vulnerability and people you know probably that's been traumatized true. or hurt and they don't want to open up again so they're like you know what let me not even open this, 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 what is it? Bag of worms? What's the phrase? Can, can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> Bag of worms. Close enough. Yeah. Like people don't want to even delve deep into that. But yeah. Mm -mm. It's both though. But yeah, you're definitely right about the career. But do you, do you have to choose? I feel like people feel like they have to choose and like mm. they take it so serious that they feel like they can't have anything else going on with their life. But I think that there's a way to balance it. You just have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I agree. And and that that part is difficult. Yeah, most and definitely. and people don't. That's the other thing. People don't really want to. You know, as soon as it, it feels a little bit difficult, people just want to hit a board. Exactly. Hit the eject button. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm you know, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've 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 uh I've given my best drive one whole time. Exactly. You know, it's the smallest thing that pops up, and they're like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, that's like, the. But listen, I had those problems. I still, I'd be ready to bounce sometimes, but it's like, I have to learn, like, just because things get a little bad don't mean you have to just straight out leave. You work out the problems. Like, yes. it's okay to work on it. Yeah, I, exactly. I think it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. And it's also, yeah. yeah and also, I don't know. Yeah. Cause the, the idea of like when something, cause it's also hard to understand, especially when you're younger. Like, I feel like it's just hard. 
What the hell was that? Is there like a UFO above us? I mean, what the <laughs> hell? What was he even saying? I got distracted. Um, being so young, like yes, but when you're when you're young, when you're young, it's hard to to know what your real like your boundaries. It's hard to set your yeah. boundaries when you're young because you're still kind of testing it out. You're still like yeah. figuring life out and figuring out what you like and what you don't like. And mm-hmm. so when that's the case, it can be difficult to know. Okay, this is like my line. Like, this is the thing that I will not tolerate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that also leads to a lot of problems in relationships. But I do want to say, I I don't know if this is me being cynical. But I do believe that when you're young, relationships hardly ever last. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I I think about that all the time. Whenever I see, like, (laughs) I'm going to come across a hater here, but... (laughs) Whenever I see like happy relationships on my stories with mm-hmm. people that are like 19 years old, I'm like, this is not going to last. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. I just see it like, yeah, be happy while you can. It's hard to, to <laughs> keep a relationship at this age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Because, cause, yeah, like, yeah, like I, I see, I'd be impressed when I see you like relationships that go like two years. Like, wow, that's, that's impressive, especially yeah. when you're young. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is like. You know, we were just talking about, like, in relationships, how you want to, like, you don't want to abandon it, abandon it right away. Yeah. But I do also think there's, I, I see a thing of, like, I, I see, like, like really young people, like, 18, 19 years old, be like, I'm dating to marry. And I'm like, what? what, 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 what? <laughs> what <laughs> that's, I don't even, that blows my mind. But that's, like, I've seen that. That's, like, mm-hmm. pretty... I don't know. I always like laugh to myself like, bro, you're 18 years old. Yeah, what do you mean you're dating to marry? Some people just are just ready to take that step. And I don't think they realize it until they are really deep into it. It's yeah. like, this is not what you actually want. Like, love is not what you see in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love is not, um, uh, uh, you know, those TikTok trends yes you know love is not matching pjs no it's no okay? love is not matching pjs <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we'll see matching pjs like oh man that must be a, a lovely relationship like, yeah no all they did was buy 10 dollars pjs in target yeah, yeah. it wasn't that it's not that hard <laughs> i can do i can do where did that become like the sign of a good relationship that's so funny this Christmas, all I kept seeing is like matching PJs. Matching yes, PJs. I'm like, it's the internet. It's I, the can ma- <laughs> I can match PJs with anybody. Literally. That's not, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. That's it just, doesn't. you know, but yeah, it's like you said, it's the internet. But back to like, because I want to, I want to, you know, look over the most popular R&B songs right now, at least according to Apple Music mm-hmm. R&B Now playlist. Um, Lucky Days in there. It's called Apply Pressure, which. Day. Yeah, I really like them too, but I mean, just from the title, that doesn't seem like a love song. It, it, yeah, well, oh, I mean, oh my God, this could be a whole topic on its own. How do you feel about the idea of applying pressure? What do you mean? What like th- have you? Do you know what like that that kind of concept is? The uh, applying pressure. Do you know like how people refer to it? Like Mm-mm. what they mean by that? It's basically when you're in a talking stage and somebody basically says, "I'm gonna keep." Talking to other people, uh, to other people, or dating until you apply pressure, right. until you make it clear that, like, I guess I'm the only one, or like that, you know, mm-hmm. you like go harder with like how you feel about me with your emotions. Right. 
How do you feel about that? Because this is also something I've talked about on this podcast. I don't know. I feel like it depends on the person. Like, I feel like if it's communicated, you won't really have to feel like you need them to apply pressure. Mm. Like, if they want you, they'll want you and they'll show it and you'll either be together or if they don't want you, then they won't show it and they yeah. won't apply the pressure and you should just date somebody else. Right. I, yeah, I agree with that. But it's also, there's, it's also, I don't know if this is a guy thing or not, but I think there's also the opposite where like, and it's probably like ego. I'm sure it's ego, but it's like the, the feeling where you, when you feel like you have to apply pressure, mm -hmm. you almost feel like, Whenever people say that, they're referring to the fact that they have other people they're also talking to. Yeah. And I think it's definitely ego now that I come to think of it. But, it, like, whenever I hear that, I'm just like, well, okay. You know, I, you know, if that's, if that's the case. Because you never know, I guess, like, in my head, you don't know if it's, I don't know. You know, it's almost like wanting to feel wanted in a way. So yeah. when, you, when somebody's like, oh, you got to apply pressure, it's like. I thought, why don't you like me? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> why do I got to do that? I feel like, if, right. you know, you should like me. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I don't, I don't understand the yeah. applying pressure thing. It's like, yeah. if you want that person, then like, why are you talking to other people and like making them work for it? Like, yes. if you want them, then just show, show them that you want them and then right. they'll reciprocate the energy. And again, but that's, that comes with the vulnerability. I think it's just like, Most it's just definitely. two people that are not willing to be vulnerable. They're willing to play games mm -hmm. or whatever. And then it just never happens because the two people are not like clear with each other or not willing to. I don't know, cause cause love is also. I mean, this seems like it's gonna be a love a love podcast, which is <laughs> I was not expecting this to be the direction. But I don't plan out these podcasts usually, right. so I just go wherever the, the 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 vibe is. Right now, we started playing R and B music before we got started, so that's just the vibe we're in. We're in R and B <laughs> and love and applying pressure and matching PJs. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so that's just what we're talking about. So I think love also requires, like, I think there's a certain element of risk. It's mm -hmm. love is risky. It's very, you risky. know what I mean? Like yeah. putting yourself out there. That's why love is so interesting to me is because like you, like I said, like to truly love somebody, you have to be vulnerable. Most definitely. Yeah. You have to have that kind of connection. And when you make yourself vulnerable, you're open to good things, but also bad things. Like they yeah. could hurt you as easily as they can make you happy. Exactly. You yeah. know? And if you've been, if you're somebody that's been hurt a lot before in the past, that doesn't sound, you know, it's not fun. No, if you've ever not. gotten your heart broken, it's not fun. Yeah. And then sometimes the person that you've like gotten with new, they mm. don't have those type of issues. So they don't really understand why you're so distrustful mm. and why you can't like put your guard down. Yeah. So it's it's a whirlwind of like I don't even know. Have like, you gotten your hard. heart broken? Most definitely. Like like really bad? Like yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> there's i think well there's there's levels and it's all relative because you know you could always say oh you know i got my heart broken and then like two years later it's like even worse than that i don't think there's a bottom to how heartbroken you can be no honestly. until you get until it happens until until you yeah. hit rock bottom and then you're like you don't want to leave your room for three days exactly. or something like <laughs> that i would assume that's like real bad yeah um how was that what did you learn from it let's turn it into a positive what did i learn from it don't don't be naive <laughs> if people show you signs that they shouldn't be trusted like yeah. don't Ooh. trust them interesting yeah 
don't be trusted. Like, what's an example that you don't have? It doesn't have to be a specific example from your life, but just like a general example of that. Let me see. Of not to be trusted. Like, I guess what are things that, like, like in general, that you should look out for mm-hmm. for somebody that you don't, you should probably not trust. But to be honest. Talking about past relationships is a really good thing that you should do when you're looking for a partner Mm. because based on how they treated their past partners, they'll tell you how they treat you. Like the way that they speak, all you have to do is listen to the way Uh, that they talk and they will tell you how they will treat you. If they trash talk their ex, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's one example of like, oh. And some people will make themselves try to look good. But at the end of the day, there's a certain point where it's like, hmm. I think that you were actually in the <laughs> you're wrong. The prob- you were the <laughs> problem. You were the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that's my favorite thing of hearing people's stories just in anything but specifically in relationships is so funny to me because now one fun thing I like to do is like try to like really listen to what they're saying mm-hmm. and and picking out like paying attention to what they're leaving out. Yeah, that's always exactly, fun. Yeah. What they leave mm-hmm. out is always fun. Like you get whenever you feel like there's gaps in mm-hmm, what they're saying. It's mm-hmm. like you know, I just, I was just in my in my bedroom, and the next thing you know, she's like crying. It's, it's like, like why was she crying? Why, it's what like did wait, you do? what did you say? <laughs> yeah. Did you say something them? happened? <laughs> but they never say that. They're mm-hmm. just like I don't know why she started crying, bro. Next thing I knew, she was just crying and like cursing me out. It's like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's always funny what people leave out. And, mm-hmm. and, because people, listen, people, people, you know, people are the protagonists of their own life. So they're going to paint themselves in a very flattering image. Most definitely. Um, that's why it's important to be introspective and mm-hmm. know, like, try to understand the things that you do wrong. As, as hard as that can be, you know, in general, like, this goes back to the apologizing thing. It's hard to, like, see where you're, like, yeah. one, really quickly, one thing I've, I've uh, a useful tip. To know what are things that you should change about yourself that you don't notice is if somebody, if you tell somebody something or if somebody tells you something and you immediately dismiss it. Yeah. Like without even a second thought, just instinctively. Like, no, 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 it's not. No, no, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, Like without even thinking about it. That's yeah. how you should like, you should take take a look at that moment and be like, there's definitely something there. Yeah. It's almost like a, a subconscious. Yeah. Like you, your mind doesn't want you to know what you're doing wrong. Exactly. So you're just like, no, no, I'm not even going to, not even going to, it sounds so ridiculous to you. It's like, I'm not even going to dignify it. Yeah. I'm trying to think, uh, uh, is there something like that for you? I'm trying to think for myself. Something that people have told me that I, like at first I would just be like, no, don't be ridiculous. What I'm trying to think? think. Yeah. I can't, I, I guess I can, I can't, mm. I, I, I know it's happened. I, I know it's definitely right. happened. Um, Something about, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know I'm trying to think. Oh, I know one. You know, you you need to get a haircut. <laughs> Should get haircuts more often. I would just dismiss it. Like a couple, a couple of years ago, especially during the pandemic, mm-hmm. it got really bad during the pandemic. Yeah. Because that was I listen. I didn't get a haircut for like six months. It was right. bad. Ooh. And you can see the podcast. You can see my hair looking a mess. Um, and one of my friends was like. You need to get haircuts more regularly. I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I just outright dismissed it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I probably should. Mm-hmm. I definitely should. I feel I, like that helps. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like mine, I, me and Irons like have this fight going on. Like I just don't. Irons, have what do you mean? Like, oh, ironing. Have, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't have the energy to iron my clothes. And my mom is like, she'll see something wrinkled on me. She'll be like, 
you need to iron that. Like, mm, and I'll be like, yeah. I don't like, I'm fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I don't listen. I think it's more acceptable for me as a guy. People, because people are like, oh, he's just, you know, men, men don't care about themselves. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, it's a wrinkle jerk, whatever. But I definitely should iron my, I don't even have an iron. That's, listen, you just hit on something, actually. For me, I don't, I don't even have an iron. I don't have an iron and board. See? I don't have an iron. I don't got none of that. We need more iron. <laughs> <laughs> we do need more irons. I, I, yeah, yeah, we do. I don't think people talk about ironing enough. They don't. Do people even do that anymore? Do I don't know. Yeah, who? Let me know if you. If you I'm, iron. I'm just getting back into it, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, what were you talking? Well, I was looking at this list of R&B songs. I don't know how we got here. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at. I mean, Sis is dominating this list, and I mean, I, perfect I, example of like no love in these songs. Yeah, it's I no real. I have not listened to it yet. I'm not gonna lie. I've heard. What? I've heard the songs from it, but I haven't like I actively believe. listened to it like myself. Wow. Hold on, I, I I gotta do this. <laughs> no, no, I can't believe you did this. I know, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, the way, actually, this is my favorite. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Why? I don't know. I haven't been listening to new music. I feel like mm. I try to stay away from new music when I'm making my music because uh, I get influenced by right, a lot. Right, right, right. That makes sense. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Speaking of your music, you make music. I do make music. Yeah, I feel like we should talk about you some more, <laughs> right? Let's, let's let's talk about let's talk about uh 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 Miss Janae. Miss Janae, yeah. M min minuet. Minuet. Is minuet. Janae. Yeah. Um. Uh, just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I had, I had a wall. I don't know what happened there. Uh, uh what kind of um? Because we kind of already talked in a car, yeah, so I'm did. like trying. I'm trying to like. I want to re-ask these questions, but yeah. in a way that is not boring me. Um, what's your ultimate goal with music? How about that? My biggest goal is to just, for people to feel my music, to listen to it, mm. and relate to it with the experiences, and want to continue to listen to it again and again. Yeah. I don't, I, money is a good thing that comes out of it, but money isn't really what I want out of it. I more just want the experiences and like the people the legacy of it mm. okay the legacy yeah. Ooh, so you care about legacy yeah i relate to that very much um what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind that's a very loaded question but here listen we asked the hard-hitting questions <laughs> in this podcast i don't even know i just know that i want people to look back on me and my career and think like she lived a good career she did a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. She moved around. She talked to these people. She did this. And at the end of the day, she spoke to us. Mm, okay. Oh, that's I love that. That's kind of the ultimate. Um, I think I feel like for a lot of artists, that's kind of the ultimate thing you wanna you wanna make it leave an impact on people. Most definitely. When they hear your music. Yeah. I, I understand that. Who are your dream collabs? Who are the artists? Like if you could give me your top three artists you would love to collaborate with. Okay. So it's ooh, it's very cliche because I know everybody wants to work with Beyonce, but Beyonce has been like one of my biggest inspirations since mm. I was like, since I could talk. Yeah, like, yeah. My first recollection, recollection, mm, recollection, recollection. There we go. Right. Of a song <laughs> <laughs> is "Single Ladies" on the radio. Oh wow! So like, 
I've been listening to Beyonce since the womb. Yeah. And I, I need a song with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be what what kind of song would it be? All right. Let's figure this out right now. What what would be the genre and what would be the subject matter? That's so hard. If you can make a song with Beyonce, what would be like? All right, Beyonce, here's a song that I have in mind that I want to make with you. Right. I haven't thought about what kind of song. Let me think. Yeah. I want to I want to build this song live. <laughs> I definitely want it to be R&B. I want it to be like old R&B with we were talking about earlier horns, the saxophone, mm. like I want all of that. I want a song like from the album with me myself and I. Like that album has mm. some really good songs on it and I wanted to give off that vibes. Like 90s love song. Ooh, nine Ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So so okay, hold on. I'm okay. So let me see. 90s love song r&b hold on 90s r&b love song time beat i want to see if there's any any of these beats sound like something you would want to make with with uh with miss carter let's see oh this is a no 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 stop stop that's a that's a sample type beat yeah. which is like come on we're 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 making elevated <laughs> art here we're not doing no samples mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> i have a i think yeah let me think let's see Okay. Yeah, something it, like, kind of like. This. I like the bongos. You hear the bongos yeah. in there? Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> they rap. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's not even. That's the producer tag. I know. But why is it like? Well, that? why you just like? I've never heard a producer tag where like it's like a big crit rapping. <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> he rapping over the beat. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, I like this beat. Yeah, it's very it, but it's it's too upbeat probably for you, right? Like you want something yeah. like slower paced. All right, nineties R and B type beat. I, I want to keep looking, but so you were saying something before I played the song. I forget. I, um, think I interrupted you. No, you're good. It's uh, I would like to make like a nineties R and B song with Beyonce. Mm. Um, uh, that's a great. I, I, oh my god, that would be incredible. Yeah, I'm like hearing Beyonce with like a 90s type of I, I see like I think I found this Jodeci type beat which something like this right this kind of yeah. vibe yeah or like you know um, Brown Sugar by who is that I think it's D'Angelo yeah okay yeah okay Maybe Brown Sugar D'Angelo type beat I want to see what, what pops oh, up oh D'Angelo type beats go go really hard uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you <laughs> sounds like you're speaking from experience yeah 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 <laughs> All right, I wanna let's see. Yes. That actually the second one I wrote too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. I gotta play this then. Ooh, okay. I wanna be with, like the guy with the really deep voice. Like what, what do they say? Like what's it, what do they say typically? The, the like, 90 song come over here, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> I left the key at the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's under the mat. <laughs> <laughs> Open up the door, baby. <laughs> Exactly. I'm locked out. I need to get <laughs> back in. Oh <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. So so I, I could. I would love to hear Beyonce over this kind of because I don't think I've ever really heard her over this kind of R and B. Right? Not really. She has like cover songs like the same album I was talking about with, with uh, me myself and I. She has a song called "Be With You" and mm. that's a cover. I don't know who is the original singer, but yeah. that's like old R and B. Let me see. Okay, interesting. That that all right, we're, we're okay, so okay, I think I got a I got a good idea of kind of and what will be the subject matter? 
So now we know it's like a, like a love song. Is it like you want, to, want it to be like a pure love song? Do you want it to be I apologize type of love song? Do you want it to be a I see you looking from across the room, like kind of like a flirty type of love song, like when you like love at first light kind of. Right. I feel like every time I make a song. <laughs> Why you say it right like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, no. it came out. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't take offense to it, but that was funny. I come out like, yo, that was very like. I don't know. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> that's how I talk. It comes out funny. like that sometimes, but I don't that's read it like funny. that. No, that's funny. It, that's, that's funny. But the... I don't know. Every time I make a song with another female artist, I like to do like a back and forth song type thing. Like, you know, Ooh, like a boy like a is duet. mine. The boy is mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So probably like that type of song. Okay. Interesting. So, so like pretty much like a duet, like a pretty, like a heavy duet. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. The boy is mine. And what, what are the lyrics about that song? Actually? I, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know what the, the song's about. So they go back. I've and heard forth, it, but, um, do the you one know girl somebody saying, named? Oh, they go the about the boy. Yeah, like, there's he's one guy with, and he's messing with both of them. And one whoa. girl's like, "Well, he's mine," and the other one's like, "No, he's mine." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fun. Yo, imagine you and Beyonce fighting over a man. That'd be pretty fun. I, That'd be hilarious. I would, would love to hear that. Would. that. That would be fun. Beyonce. And and and. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Beyonce. That's number one. Who are the other the other two artists that you would love to collaborate with? I would say for like a modern artist, like a newer. He's not a new artist, but Brent yeah. Fias. He's Ooh. a really good artist. So you you make a song with Brent Fias? Interesting. Yeah. So you song. like that type of like his type of R and B? Because yeah. his type of R and B is typically kind of different from yeah, it is the different. typical R and B. He. I don't know. I really like the way that he rides on beats. He's he's not always on like the upbeat. Sometimes he's on the downbeat. Sometimes he's mm. just talking. Like I really do like it. Okay, interesting. I, I want to see what what pops up if I look up if I look up Brimfia's type beat. It's probably gonna be some like trap soulish kind of a thing. Maybe right. <laughs> This is not a Brent That's Fias not, type beat. No. <laughs> we might just be throwing names on beats. <laughs> like, this, I, I understand it because you want to get views on your stuff, but that's not yeah, a Brent no. Fias. That sounds like a, I, I don't know. That's that, I don't know what it sounded like, but that wasn't Brent. Yeah, that wasn't it. That was too trappy for, for Brent. This more sounds like it. Yeah, like more somber. A lot of Brent Fias type beats are paired with like Aaliyah type beats. Ooh, interesting. Okay. I've uh, let me see if I can find it. I have one on my phone because I was gonna write something to it, but I don't think I will. Is it this one? Did you? Well, I don't know. What what's it, what's it called? It's, it's not this, right? I've heard that one before. You have? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, you you're you're a Type B connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. This definitely sounds like a Brown Fire Type B, I think. How do you come up with melodies? I'm always curious about that because melodies is my favorite aspect of. That's the first thing I pick up when I listen to music. Mm -hmm. Like people, you know, some people are lyrics, some people are the beat. For me, is the melody. Yeah, for sure, every time. My melodies, the way I write a song, I put on a beat. I can't rap, but I'll yeah. freestyle sing, mm. and then I record myself and I'll write the lyrics down, and then from there I'll keep writing or I'll keep freestyling. 
it just feels like that. And then until you feel like you've hit on something. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I've noticed with artists, like I know enough artists at this point, there's like this two type of artists, the, the vibes artists mm -hmm. and the ones that are very like specific and like yeah. they plan every little thing out. Mm -hmm. Like they know exactly what they want to do when they yeah. get to the studio versus like, I just want to feel it out. For the song that you're making without giving anything away uh, the day after we record this, do you already have it kind of laid down? Like you know what you want to do? or Yeah, so usually... When I go into a studio, I have everything that I want to lay down and like I can go in and get out. Okay. Uh, but sometimes I do go to studio sessions and like they'll have a beat that they want me to sing on and we'll check out for vibes and mm. write like that. But, okay. But yeah, most of the time I have what I like want to do prepared. That makes sense. Also, the idea of like I vibing out. This is it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I was about to I'm about to pull it up because I wanna I wanna. Uh, I want to do some fun. But before I get to that, I was going to say, um, I have noticed, I forget what I was going to say. Anyway, let's go, let's go up to this, uh, this, this is what you were talking about, right? This is, I want you to, first of all, do you think, based on my speaking voice, you think I could, I, I could, I could, I could be a good singer? I've always wanted to be a singer. That's my like ultimate like dream, mm -hmm. like in my wildest dreams. Like I want to get a, a, co a vocal coach yeah. to like. Tell me like what my range is, yeah. like hone in on my range. I'm actually, you. We talked about Ren earlier, the twin. Yeah, so yes. His twin brother Darius. I started giving him voice lessons. We oh. we stopped because school and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm. So you give out singing lessons? Yeah. Okay, I need some, please, <laughs> please. Most definitely. I feel like I say this all the time. I feel like if you can, if you know how to stay in the key of the song yeah and like you can carry a tune you can sing i feel like anybody can sing mm. yeah i i, I could yeah that's what i've heard i've heard a lot of like vocal coaches be like you just gotta know where you sound best at exactly i think that's where you get people like you know rest in peace pnb rock or people like that mm -hmm. where like they know what their range is yep. and they sound amazing because they just sing in that kind of tone exactly yeah that's that's interesting. I had I want to look up another type B because that one's like copywritten. So I, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want this episode to take taken down. Uh, ooh, okay. Is this copywritten? No, okay. All right. This is a little faster pace, but I, I want to. This could almost be like kind of rapping ish a little bit, right? All right. So so what? So how do you figure out what your range is? You can. YouTube is like a blessing. I'm not gonna okay. lie. But if you look up like range testing videos or like oh. warm-up videos okay they'll tell you like and how you know like for yourself like where to stop like yeah. if your voice is breaking and like you're straining your voice like like that you're done like <laughs> that's it right so there. you know what's funny i've always thought every time i get to a point where i'm singing a song let's say like very loudly and i'm straining i always think this is good <laughs> I'm like I feel like I'm exercising my my vocal muscle. That's it, how I think of it in my head. Like it is a way to like widen your range, but you don't right, want to get right. it to the point where like you're hurting your voice. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. There's times where I'm like I get lightheaded sometimes. And I'm yeah. sure that's not good, right? Not. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. And so brain phase is, is number two. What's number three? Let me see. Can it be dead or alive? Because uh, I want, I want, I want a lie. Because it's, it, okay. I want, I want you to manifest working with these people. Okay, let me think. I want, I want to see. I'm, I'm excited to hear the 
Minuet Janay. Minuet, did I say it right? I'm sorry. Minuet, Minuet, right? Minuet Janay and Beyonce, the song, you know, the 90s, uh, (laughs) the boy's mind type song. (laughs) Uh, You and Brent Fayez. What would that one be about? It would definitely, I would love to hear a a, a duet again with with Brent Fayez and Brent Fayez being like the toxic ex. I was going to say, it's definitely going to be a toxic song. (laughs) (laughs) What, what What would be the concept of it? Like, like. Would it be, is, are you both toxic? Is he toxic and you're trying to get away from the toxic? Are you the one that keeps, that would be a great twist. If it turns out you're the really toxic right? one, you're like trying to reel him back in. Yeah, I feel and like, he's like a changed man and you keep. Yeah. <laughs> Low key. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would go with that. I mean, I can be the villain mm. in a song. I'm okay with that. You, you don't mind that? No. That would be a great twist. Like yeah. hearing Brent being like, I just want to be better. <laughs> Can you imagine hearing Bert Fayez sing about him wanting to be the better man in like, a situation? That would be something. And I, I think yeah. that we need that. that was, we got to Come on. We got to change it up a little yes. bit. Um, that would be fun. Okay. And, and what's it? Do you have a, a third in mind? I would say Yabba. You mentioned Yabba when we were talking about like the one song that you know how to play on the bass. Yeah. That's interesting. Did you Were you aware of Yabba before she was on the Drake album? Yes. That's interesting, man, because that was definitely, that was mine and a bunch of other people's first impression of her. Mm-hmm. That was such a big look. Like, that's an incredible song. Like, yeah. talk about, like, a that actually, hold on, what, Drake, uh, Yeba, I forget, Yeba's Heartbreak. I think yeah. that song, I think it's like, like, because uh, at first, you hear Yeba's Heartbreak and you think it's like a sad song. It's actually like a very pure, my friend put me onto the fact that if you look at the lyrics, it's actually a very pure yeah, love she's, song. Yeah, I love. It's a beautiful love song. Like that song is really good. Yeah, like it's just it's it's like uh, he said he want my friend tells me he wants to play this song for his wedding. Yeah, that would be a good wedding song. Yeah, especially with the I do I do I do. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know why, but the title was definitely like you know threw me off. Like oh, clearly Yeba got her heart broken. Mm-hmm. It's like not the case at no. all. Yeba um, has a song called Evergreen. It's about her mother passing, oh. and it's about her, like, telling her mom, like, I'll see you, like, on the other side, basically. Oh, my goodness. So that good. sounds very sad. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> let's go start crying <laughs> on this podcast. Why not? Oh, this is a little bit more uh, upbeat than I was expecting. I know, but the chorus is really nice, and the bridge is nice, too. All right, okay. This doesn't sound that sad. Sounds low to you, my bad. Oh, okay, here we go. That's getting sad. an incredible voice she there was a song that she put out right after like a first big song that she put out after that song what's it called it's like uh hold on i'm gonna try to find it because i know i've listened to i I, i've wanted to like dive deep into her discography after Mm -hmm. i heard that song but i just didn't i forget what the song is called that she put out like around the time when she distance no all i i think this was it Have you heard this song? Yes. This really song, good. 
I love this song because it sounds like it reminds me because I was born in the Dominican Republic. There's a lot of like folksy like uh, Dominican artists, and it reminded me of that. It was like it was such an unexpected like. I don't know. I love the vibe of this song. It's very nice. She. Huh. The you funniest thing about Yeba yeah. is every time I see comments about Yeba performing live, they're yeah. like, she's white. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, Yeba is white. It's Abby backwards. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> that's her name. Her no, name is Abby. no, 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 no. Wait, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> nah, ain't no way. Ain't no way her name is Abby, dog. Yeah, her name is Abby. She li- what? <laughs> that blows my mind. That is Abby backwards. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> that, that's crazy. I just this blew my mind. Uh, all right, anyway, okay, so what kind of would it be? What what kind of song would you want to make with Yebo? Abby backwards. <laughs> I feel like it would be a song about, and like, I feel like her songs always have an underlying meaning, but I just want to make a song with her about like the nature and like in a park mm, running through right, a, the, a the field walking, of flowers or something. Walking in the park, the thing that you said See, you want to write more exactly. of. Yeah, exactly interesting that would be it. like the, the the beauty of nature kind of that kind of uh subject matter yeah that'd be fun yeah so i'd be i'd be wanting there's there's definitely times where i'm like i just you know i just kind of, kind of want to just you know just walk outside and just go sit in a park bench and just leave yeah. my phone and all that shit yeah that that, that comes across it's just like yeah all right whatever i was just getting too <laughs> to, to like into my own head <laughs> um um that would be cool man hearing a song yeah, yeah, but I, I gotta listen to more of her music. Yeah, you should listen to My Mind also. My Mind? Is yeah. that an album or a song? It's a song. She does okay. it. You should watch the live version of it. She, okay. She's amazing. All right, since we're, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm enjoying myself a lot. I love music. I love people listening too, to music, yeah. showing people music. So, in that spirit, do you know this artist named Q? Q? Just the letter Q. I feel like I've heard the name but i'm not like familiar with this yeah so he's kind of like uh i think he's gonna be like one of the biggest like artists in the world in a couple of years Mm -hmm. he's slowly like dropping music he's very under the radar but during the um bt soul train awards Mm -hmm. uh he performed like a quick version of one of his songs and i just want to show it to you because i it's one of my favorite live performances of the year so i I just i just want to show you like so you see how how incredible the singer is i just want you to see I'm just Some days the pain still stays makes you feel helplessness. Someday we'll be good, and I pray. But how far away is someday?
currently um i love his voice mm -hmm. very unique voice yeah. like it almost like like a throwback kind of like singing mm -hmm. style like, you know what i mean like yeah, most definitely like, like actually the... like belting i guess mm -hmm. you know like because that's that's the thing that's a lot of uh, another thing another like piece of criticism that like r&b artists nowadays get like the whispery like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm breaking myself out of that <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. This is that's that is what. No, you, that's not my main thing that I do. But yeah, that I is a style. It's a fun yeah. style. It's, it's fun to listen to. But I have noticed a lot of R and B artists kind of staying that range for mm -hmm. too long. And you know, it's cool to see when like artists like you know singing, yeah. like singing, singing. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, that was a weird little detour. I don't know if that was good podcasting or not. <laughs> We're just playing a random performance. Listen, I listen. This is the vibe. Listen, it was a performance from the Soul Train Awards. Yeah, it's all thematic. Yes, so exactly. about R and B music and love and you know all that. So it makes sense. Okay, so those are your top three artists that you would love to collaborate with. Yeah, interesting. Okay, um, why do you like R and B music? I feel like it's a broad question, but. I know. We'll see if it gets it taps into something larger. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. It's all it was always something that I listened to as a kid and like I told you before, we were talking about this earlier. Um I've grown up around music and then yes. like the people that my dad had coming in and out of the studio always made R and B music. Oh, um and okay. then listening to Beyonce, she's a big R and B artist. Right. And R and B in general is a very black like genre of music. There's a lot of black artists in R and B music and it's people that I can relate to, like seeing them and the stuff that they're singing about, like is very like it's home. Yeah. No, that's that's very true. I actually think about like how rare like i like to i like to look at like the the occasional white artists that do r&b music mm -hmm. it's always fun to me uh, i like i know this is this is this was this is a uh a, a debatable idea but mm -hmm. to me kaylani's white <laughs> um and she makes r&b i know people are like yeah her, her dad is like a quarter black uh, whatever i you know it's <laughs> fine i don't even want to get into it anymore um cuz I, i made a clip about it that it's like And take that has like a million likes, mm -hmm. no, a million views, and it's just like comments arguing. Because I said that Kelani was white. That's right. how I started the clip, and everybody was just like, "No, she's not," or "Yes, she is." It's just people endless arguing. Yeah. So I don't want to reopen that that bag of worms. <laughs> um, but I think about her that make like pe white people in R and B music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but obviously, I'm just I just now now that you told me what that name is, just Abby backwards. Yeah. I just want to call it Abby. <laughs> She is Abby. <laughs> I just want to call her Abby now. Um, who are other like white artists that like are even R&B? Like, kind of think. Um, Clark Beckham has a song called "I Need," and that 
is like that has like the horns that we were talking about like that's like an r&b mm, song okay he, he has a lot of church inspiration um, got it got it so his music is very like like i don't know it's it's, it's very so good full almost, yeah yeah kind of mm -hmm. okay i just looked it up in quora.com um amy winehouse okay i've been listening to like the songs that i'm making i'm doing them over amy winehouse type beats Ooh, those are good yeah those are that she has a lot of great type beats. Mm -hmm. Nelly Furtado. That's another one. Mm -hmm. Adele. How could I forget Adele? Oh, yeah, Adele. Can we be on? Okay, I don't want to be controversial here, but like. It's okay. Adele, like. <laughs> Speak your truth. How good is her music, really? Like, I tried listening to her last album. How many piano ballads can you make where it's like, okay, we got to switch it up a little <laughs> bit. Like, I've been listening, you know, set fire to the train. The train? Was, uh, what, what, what's the The rain. <laughs> <laughs> my bad i thought it was set fire to the yeah set fire to the rain or obviously like hello and uh, yeah. uh someone um, like you like these yeah. are classics right yeah. but that's been it's been more than a decade since those songs came out well about mm -hmm. we gotta like it can't just be that like that can't just be it i don't know that's what people want to hear from her i don't know uh, it's like I, i'm hot take i haven't listened to the new album either so okay yeah yeah the, the new album is like mostly just it, i don't know there's a there's a certain moment where i'm like I get it. Yeah, you know you can make these songs, and it's always funny because her, she's like she's such a big artist, but like she is, yeah. the music to me kind of doesn't match the hype. It's not like when um who's a hyped artist that came back this year? Let's say Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Beyonce came back with Renaissance. That's worthy of like yeah an album. Like that's mm -hmm. okay. That the, the yeah. hype was worth it. Yeah, I listen to Adele. It's like all right, you know it, it's cool, but it's like. She has a good voice, but it's like, how, you got to make good music. You know, like being a good singer is not enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because I think her hype is so much because she's from Europe. So she has the hype mm, from Europe right, and right. she has the hype from the other countries. Yes. more. Yeah. And it that will get you like really far. It's a good point. That's a good point. It's similar to like the hype that Sam Smith got. You remember early Sam yeah. Smith? We were yeah. going crazy. Yeah. We're going, but you know, this is, I, I was about to start singing. I can't even sing. That's how good those songs are. That's about to sing his classics. Yes. Yeah, uh, really good. And now he's like making more pop music, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. But which, uh, you know, it's cool. But yeah, it, it, yeah. It's just to me that the white people that enter R&B. Mm -hmm. that this is another a re if we're talking about like how good r&b music which is just what this whole podcast is i think the also the thing i also like is that r&b is very consistent yeah. even like okay r&b music it's like good yeah like you know what i mean like it's rare to hear bad r&b music a lot goes into the production of r&b yes. music too like right um what's it called instruments the instruments, the reverb on the voice, right. the auto tune on the voice, like you can make the a harmonies voice sound. Exactly. in the back, the background that like I be trying to like I be trying to listen sometimes to R and B music where a very technical mind like all right what's going on like I want to break it down yeah just like tens of random harmonies spread throughout yeah. it's like bro that's a lot of like yeah adding and like going back it was like let me add a harmony here it's like layering it's it's insane it's crazy how much more effort goes into like an R and B song than like. A typical rap song. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, at most, it's like, you add a couple ad-libs after you're finished. Right. And that's about it. But in R&B, it's like, you gotta, you gotta throw in a million different, like, exactly. uh, harmonies in there to make it feel complete, you yeah. know? Um, 
All right. I think I exhausted all the R&B. I think we've thoroughly explained love and R&B. Yes. I want to title this episode Love and R&B. No, we did. I think I think, like I think that's a good uh, a good encompassing title. Yeah. Um, did I ask you about you enough? That did, did, did I, you know? I, I did, did so. I not? I, I don't know. I feel I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes for like a pike is very good. I hit like a like a a dip. Mm-hmm. Just like <laughs> all my self confidence just goes down. <laughs> no, I, you totally saw okay. that just now. It's just like it was it was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're good. Totally. Oh man, um, this was a lot of fun, man. I think, um, God, I, I want to ask you more questions, but I don't know where to start. You can ask me anything. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay. What's the second worst heartbreak <laughs> you've gone through? I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm curious. Cause oh, have you made our heartbreak music? Heartbreak. Yo, yeah. No, okay, you have the song that I was telling you about early with the band is called mm. "Wash Me Away," and it's about Ooh, like I like that title. Yeah, in the song, um, I can't even remember my own lyrics. Damn. Um, how does it start? <laughs> I'm just making up a random melody. It was close. I'm just picturing. I'm just hearing the the. By the way, I really quickly. Do you, you do you have Ren's number? Yeah. I want to try to call him on a pod. Okay. okay. I, I want to call him. Um. I just want. I just want to. You know. Try to convince him to bring back. What's it called? Jada Jada Feet, right? Jada Feet, yeah. I want. I want to be like. I have Minuet here. <laughs> We're imploring you. Let's see. Bring back. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna answer. I don't really call okay, him that much. It's fine. Try to put it on the mic so so Let's yeah, see. people can hear it. He might not answer. Yeah, well, he doesn't. Oh, he answered. Okay. Hello. I'm I'm hey. here with somebody. Hold on. Sup, bro. Sup, Ren. Hey, what's good, nigga? Yeah, hey, I'm doing a podcast with Minuet. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh, we're. Shit. Yeah, and That's we were just. Fucking- yeah, That's we're just nigga. <laughs> and we're just talking about how I, I, I'm I have one more supporter in the bring Jada feet back. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, Minuet. Like the fact you got the Jada Fate interview is fucking nuts right now. That's that's what I'm saying. I think I'm gonna be the single handedly the reason why Jada Fee comes back. I want to be responsible for the comeback tour. <laughs> if we do the anniversary tour, I'm be, we could be on the front stage. You get introduced. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to do that. Yeah, we're just talking about how much we love R and B. When are you gonna make more R and B music, bro? Music, bro. That's some that's some real shit. I'm not gonna lie. I like R and B. I feel like recently I'd be in my bag like, uh, fuck. I'm chewing gum. My fault. But <laughs> that's I was cool. planning on dropping like two songs that were kind of R and B like in the summer because okay. I was dropping. I'm planning to do like this this two pack of content where like okay. in the winter I drop like really hard shit. In the summer, I drop like really soft shit. So I feel like that's when I'm gonna be in my R and B bag. Oh, but I can't Loki, wait. not gonna lie, Loki, me and Minnie got some shit. She just don't fucking drop. I know. We do Come have songs on. together. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I wanna hear Ren rapping over our R and B beat. That'll be yeah. dope. You would oh, kill you it. Show that, show that nigga um show that nigga tighter and tighter. Okay. I do Whoa, I don't know what if is I have that about? it. I have to I have to find it. That's a little what was it what's that song about, huh? That shit, that shit, that, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. All right. It was nice talking to you. I had to let you know that I'm actively campaigning for Jada Fee. That's all. Oh, my God. Thank you for hitting me up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. Good seeing you. Deuces. See you. That was dope. Yeah.
I'm 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 doing you know uh, callbacks and shit. This is like a, a sitcom. It's it like is. a character from the previous episode. You know, just randomly call it. That's fun. <laughs> um, and I'm going to Woody's house after this. So oh really? Yeah. Oh nice. Do you um? Well, what do I want to say? Okay, do you have like a um overall plan? How's 2023 looking like for your music career? I. I don't know. I'm going to try to start dropping a lot more music. I want to start doing like photo shoots for my uh, covers of my music and things like that, because sometimes I'll have a song and I want to drop it. Then I'm like, oh, I don't know what the cover art, like yeah. I don't know what I want it to be. Um, I want to start performing more. I do have a performance that doesn't have a date yet, but we're going to be looking out for that because I will be performing in 2023. Part of like part of a, like a live show you'll be performing yeah. at? Yeah, it's, um, it's Ren and Cherry. Oh, and yeah. so I'll be oh that's dope. Shows. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to. Yeah, I've been trying to go to one of Ren's shows. I haven't been able to because life, but I'm definitely going to try to make it to that one mm -hmm. whenever that is. Yeah. I will okay, you know. great. Um, And yeah, I really just want to start performing more, getting more music out, getting more audience, more of an audience and. Like that. Fuck that. When are you <laughs> dropping music on on streaming services? <laughs> what are we what's happening? I need so Are this, there have there been any so far? Yeah. Okay. Um mm. a lot of people like the song and people tell me they like it all the time, but it's really not my favorite song that I've dropped. The one Go International? Yeah. Why say radio edit? That's interesting. It's the way <laughs> the, the platform that I dropped it on, um, Amuse, it's yeah. a really good app, first of all, for artists to drop their music okay. on. Cause That's cool. You can put it on Amuse, and Amuse will put it on Apple Music, Spotify, mm. YouTube, oh, music, I like, see. all of that. But it's, and it's free. But they that was them that added the radio edit? Yeah, in the title. That's funny. That, that's funny. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. So, this, yeah, come on. This, this, we need more music on the streaming services. I know. I just have that one, and I have the other one on SoundCloud, Tell Me Pronymous. But... I love that. The song. thing that's, that's stopping song. me from putting it on like album music and things like that, the beats that I use, I have to buy them. If I put it on SoundCloud, I can just give the credit because it's free for right, 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 right. But if I put it on Apple Music, I have to buy like the beat and all that, and I don't have the money for that. Well, come on. First of all, you, you, you listen. You as a former member of J D F, you're able to make original <laughs> music. You can just come on. Like I know, but I, I'm gonna. I would love to hear you over like some real like live instrumentation. I know, That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I'm going to send you one of Jada Fate's songs so you can listen to it. Yeah. I, it's funny how big of a Jada Fate fan I am, and I have listened to zero music from them. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to I would love to to hear music. But yeah, but um, but I understand that's why. You can't really use side beats in them. But yeah, I get yeah, it. You have to like per straight up purchase them. Let me see. Is this it? Is, is that one? Yeah. If that's the one, then just airdrop it to my laptop. I can get it. I'm about to find the live version. <laughs> yeah, I want to see live performance. I like live live performances. Mm -hmm. I like live drumming. I love drumming. Drumming? Yeah. You I'm not a drummer, but okay. I'm just saying like, I don't mean like I love doing the drumming. I love people who like like drummers, like seeing live drumming. It's right. fun. Mm -hmm. Gets your heartbeat, your heartbeat up. I, yeah. I wish that I could drum, but like I'm not coordinated enough to be a drummer. Because <laughs> you got to do with your feet, your yeah, left it's hand, hard. That's right why I hands. like it. It's 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 very uh, uh hard to do. I want to let me do a little sneak. Oh my goodness! I love this vibe. <laughs> this is from 2020. 
think 2019, so my voice is still like evolving in the song. On my face. I can feel Was there really a drop? Like, yeah, I can hear no, all right, all right, all right. No, I'm saving that for my for myself for later. <laughs> that sounds way too good. All right, I think it's I think it's about time we start wrapping it up. This was a lot of fun, Minuet. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I love exploring, you know, matching PJs and talking stages, yes. and applying pressure. Love and R&B. Um, <laughs> yes, love and R&B. Uh, the way that I want to end this episode. Well, okay. Before I end it, two things. One. What's something that you would like to, you know, if there's one thing that anybody listening to this or watching this could take away from this episode, what would it be? Something you want them to get across? Um, I mean, in the spirit of the love and R&B that we talked about, um, just before you go out to find a partner, figure yourself out. Love yourself, mm. understand yourself, and realize when you go into a relationship, pride is a big thing. And if you can't put your pride aside then I don't think you should be with anyone until you can learn to be vulnerable. Right. Um, second thing, with music, to all my artists out there, nothing is ever going to be perfect. So whatever your craft is, just start putting it out. Just start putting yourself out there because the only way to do something and get better at it is to experience it and learn from it. And that's mm, it. All right. That, that's a, those are all... Beautiful lessons. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. We forgot to say we got a studio audience yeah, that you guys can see off screen. Um, <laughs> and uh, the way that I want to end this episode is just playing uh, your song that you dropped on SoundCloud. Tell me, comma, promise. Yes. Parentheses sped up. Do you, what was the inspiration behind this song? Did I ask you this in the beginning? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I just, I just want to, before, I, I want you to do like a little bit of a, like a intro for this song before we go. Yeah, so uh, Tell Me Promise is a love song. It's I When I wrote the song, I was just getting into, like, past the, like, cupcake phase of my relationship that mm. I'm in right now. And, like, it was just me, like, writing a love song about how I felt about the person. And then in it, there's certain stuff where, like, it seems like it's going downhill and, like, this is bad. But in the end, it's like, no, it's, it's a love song. Oh, so it's like there's still hope. Exactly. Hang on in there. Hang in there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, and tell me, comma, promise. Okay, well, I'll listen to a song and I'll know what the title is about. All right. Um, all right, I'll, I'll play the song. That's gonna. Be, that's how we're gonna wrap it up. Minuet, again, thank you so much for doing this. I'd love to have you back thank if you if you'd be down to do it again. Of course. Um, whenever like a big R and B album drops. <laughs> now we just vibe. We just listen to music. Tell me how do you lie like that? Won't you tell me your deepest secrets? And promise me for real.
All right, that was a nice song, wasn't it? That was a great R&B song by Minua Janae. Uh, definitely make sure to check it out in the description below. Uh, I'll put all her information down there, her link tree and all that, so you can check out everything that's been going on with her. But yeah, that was a great episode, very casual episode. Uh, just me showing music to Minuet, <laughs> somebody I've never met before this. We were meeting on the podcast. Well, I, I picked her up and drove her here uh, to the studio because I am recording in a studio, technically. Um, yeah, that was a fun episode. It reminded me of how casual I want to take it. I did promise it was going to be casual, and this episode was the epitome of that. You know what I mean? It was just listening to music, talking about chill topics, talking about love. I love love. That's something that's actually something personally that I've been not going through, but like the past couple of days I've been feeling real lovey dovey. I've been feeling real like maybe I should start talking to women again. And by talking to women, I don't mean that I've been, you know, not talking to women specifically. It's just I haven't been talking to anybody romantically because I decided to take a break. And by the way, that bro that break did last a full year, which I didn't think was gonna be possible. But it was. I've also been very busy, but um, I say, you know what? It's about time I start talking, uh, start getting into the talking pools. Is that how you say it? It's a dating pool. And to, into, uh, it's about time I jump into, you know, the dating pool and the talking stages and all that. And heartbreak and confusion and games. It's about time. The funny thing about all of this is that I did take a year break and then barely worked on myself that's fun right guys that's hilarious um a little bit of info uh, as to the episodes that are coming out in the near future uh the next episode is going to be uh zach visuals i've already recorded that one is in the bank now it's up to me to edit it and put it out on time which i will and also after that i think hopefully the episode that's going to come out is my episode with Catsley. Uh, she's a model. Sag Visuals is a photographer, creative designer, uh, creative director, that kind of stuff. That episode is going to be fun next week because uh, that one's a little more insular and more interviewee because, you know, I would ask Sag a question. It would just go off on that question. It wasn't necessarily a conversation necessarily per se, but I didn't mind it because he had a lot of great stuff to say. Um we definitely talk about the Philly art community. He doesn't like the word scene. He likes community and his beef with, let's be honest, rappers. We get into rappers a lot in that episode. So that's fun. And uh, I'm just hoping to record the episode with Catsley soon. She's a model here in the Philadelphia area. Somebody I believe is Dominican. That's going to be one of the topics for sure on the podcast when we record it. Because I truly do believe that, but that's just a theory. I have no reason to believe that outside of from my Hispanic sixth sense. <laughs> my Dominican sixth sense. That's all that is, is guiding me to believe this. Uh, but I truly do believe that. So we'll see. That's going to be a topic in the episode for sure. But yeah, those are, I guess, the two upcoming episodes. I don't have an idea who I'm going to ask for the episode after Castle. Like, I need to start writing down the guests that I want to get on, like, in the order. Uh, there's a bunch of people want to get on, but it's just about, you know, actually setting it down a stone and making my mind, okay, I'm going to ask this person next, or this person is going to be after that person. So, but at least 
I have an idea. It seems if, if everything goes according to plan, I have the next two episodes, like, secured. So that's fine. But yeah, that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Episode 89, 189 of the Empty Opinions Podcast. I've been your host, Eladio Polanco. Again, you can check me out and listen to this while you shit podcast and the Patreon of that podcast, patreon.com slash pottymouth for more me and more funny content that I am involved in. But also, if you'd like to see more content from me, theemptynetwork.com, everything I've been building in this empty network, this empty universe. Um, Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Because if you're listening to this, you are actually just listening. And I'll catch you guys for episode 190 next week with, like I said, Zach Visuals. Goodbye.